Heavenly Father, Lord, we come with a humble spirit, O God, that, uh, Lord, we just want to tap onto your throne, O God, claiming our um, authority and our position as your daughters and sons, O God. Lord, that you have chosen us even before time. Hallelujah. Lord, speak to us. Bring us to your direction. Usher us to your throne, O God. Hold hands with us. Embrace us. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I love that. When I said, embrace us, and I just felt that air condition flowing right over here, right here. Amen, amen. Praise God. So uh, my wife and I, we just came back from uh, uh, the cruise. Hallelujah. Praise God. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was planned, yeah, of course, a long time ago. And um, if you know my wife, uh, she's very good in planning ahead of time. And uh, of course, getting the proper, uh, you know, deals. Because you want to do something like this, uh, it's not, you know, uh, you, you want to find good deals. So we went in, uh, I was um, in communication with Pastor uh, sometime this week um, with a uh, internet connection that is really low. And, uh, you know, for us who, who have been in the city for a long time uh, and we have the social media and our, uh, our phone, uh, we're so... Uh, dependent on the uh, on our phone, and so in the middle of the sea, you're not doing anything. The whole uh, cruise already blocked that, so that you will buy the internet connection from the inside, <laughs> as part of the you know you know the industry, yeah. and I understand that, and it's fifty dollars per day, huh? Twenty five dollars. I put extra twenty five dollars there. So, so it's not it's not cheap. So anyway, so I try I try to uh, make some communication as soon as I can, and um, I was able to talk to uh, some of the um, you know pastors, and I uh, was able to uh, send my couples devo. Praise the Lord! Congratulations to the couples who have finished the thirty days couples devo. Hallelujah! Praise God! So uh, we're going to the uh, second uh, batch of that. So if you have your friends with you, we, we started a couple's Devo. It's just a 30 days couple's Devo. So um, we're sending them, there's an instruction there how to uh, uh, engage and how to go about it. And it talks about uh, things about, you know, uh, marriage. And uh, I uh, believe with all my heart that the Holy Spirit, God, moved in the midst of the couples. So I'd like to uh, do that again, to do the second round. Just before we culminate to uh, uh, the marriage on the rock. We're going to do that, right? Uh, in sometime in October. So uh, the leaders of the couples ministry, they're, um, you know, uh, we're going to talk about it and uh, have pastor check what we're doing here. So that, uh, a lot of couples, many couples that we know can be ushered into the throne of God because there are many couples out there who are really suffering. They just don't know it. They're they're running away from the problems. They're not really dealing with the problems. It looks like it's a normal household, but it's not. So something like that. Anyways, I just want to let you know first that, um, did I press that already? Let's go back there. Praise Jesus. Let me just tell you first. So we left 
on, uh, I think, Tuesday or Monday. We left on Tuesday. Monday, Monday thank you for the reminder. <laughs> we left on uh, Monday. And uh, I was praising to the Lord. I said, Lord, thank you. Even singing all these songs that we were singing earlier. And uh, I just, you know, I'm just so excited that we will get away and come away with the Lord in the middle of the sea. Uh, we just went to uh, 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 Ensenada, close by, three, four days. And um, so on the way there to, I think, uh, uh, to the docking area, I'm telling you, the enemy already started right even before we got there. So we had it in our uh, GPS. GPS, anyone? Uh, Waze, yeah? It's Waze now. <laughs> so Waze. So when, when, when I was following the direction, I realized that I was following the wrong direction, so I thought. Because when we got there, I saw that the exit is supposed to be on the right because I saw those ships are already docked on the right. I saw two, I don't know, three uh, uh, cruise ships docked on the right. But my GPS is telling me, go more, cross that bridge. If you're familiar with Long Beach, because I called uh, Rene, who's familiar with that area. We even go, Brother Rene, we're lost. Where do we go? But the truth is, we're not lost. I was just not following the direction, and she was right, and I was foolish to, uh, to doubt that she put the right address, and I just said nicely, I'm trying to be nice, I said, um, babe, can you please check the address if uh, we put the right address? <laughs> just follow the direction. I don't need this. Just follow the direction. <laughs> Remember, we're going on a cruise. It's going to be fun. It's going to be my wife and myself, and we're going to have fun. So I just followed the direction. I said, okay. And I'm saying, all my life you have been faithful. <laughs> but I'm going to that bridge already. I said, babe, there's no turning back. My GPS says there's no U-turn. If we are wrong, there should be another way. We'll just come around and say, okay. All my life, you faithful. Amen. That is so good. So I was worried. I was really, really worried because we're supposed to be checking in at 12. We're on the road at 3 o'clock. The ship will uh, leave at 5 o'clock. So we still have time, I think. But I was worried, rattled, hungry. I told, her, I told her, I'm hungry. I didn't have breakfast. I just had a coffee because I'm going to eat inside the cruise. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Oh, yeah. so, so when I was there, I think I'm losing my, uh, my, my, my blood sugar. is going really, really low. So anyways, uh, I was beginning to have this feeling of, you know what? I think we're going on the wrong direction, but I'm trying to be very nice. I'm, I want to show my, uh, the, the couple's ministry that I'm doing what I'm preaching. <laughs> Be cool, understand, listen to your spouse, amen? So, and then I said, you know what, I think we need to go back. And then I began to, uh, to react because there were people showing, no, go this way, go this way. I said, where are we going? I just want to go to the cruise. <laughs> I just want to cross this, go to the uh, middle of the sea already. So anyways, when we got there, slowly going down that long bridge, and then to the right, 
I saw the tip of the cruise ship and I started smiling out of embarrassment. <laughs> she was right, the GPS was right, I was very wrong and I said, I'm sorry, babe. I'm hungry, I, yeah, 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 okay, I know, I know. So she was right all along. So when we got there, we got um, into the cruise ship. So it was good, it was great. Uh, I was trying to, uh, my plan, my personal plan was to, uh, of course, I brought all my, uh, my, my, my books, my studies, and all of that. Uh, we did uh, uh, the funeral for Brother Hermie yesterday, so uh, uh, I said, Lord, uh, I just wanna listen to you and uh, you know, feel you while I do the preaching there. Honestly, it didn't happen because, you know, I was dependent on uh, my notes that are inside my computer that I can only open through, you know, internet. And uh, I was saying, Lord, what do I do? So, of course, I read, I prayed, and I just, you know, I ended up just listening to the, to the word of the Lord in my heart. The name of the cruise, I'm not, you know, they should pay me because I'm going to say this. <laughs> It's a carbon, uh, Carnival uh, Radiance, Carnival Radiance. Even before we got there, Carnival Radiance, I was uh, a week before. No payment was made, uh, by the way. <laughs> I, it's a strictly uh, no advertisement right here, but uh, I don't mind free buffet two nights. <laughs> so anyways, when we got there, it's uh, Carnival uh, Radiance. And uh, I was meditating on that uh, word, Radiance, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, even a week before that. I was going to say that in the pulpit. Because um, my, uh, my wife said, you know what? Uh, I saw Sister Magoo that week. She was leading the worship, and then the radiance of the Lord is upon her face. And then I just meditated. I said, Hebrews 1, 3, that the, ex- that, that the radiance, let me, let me read that to you guys. That the, the glory of the Lord, I want to read that. I don't want to m- make a mistake here. Hebrews 1, chapter 3. Then we, we are going to dive in there. Hebrews 1, 3. It says here, it says here, anointing eye, come in right now. The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So the face, the glow, the radiance of God the Father is in Jesus Christ. I didn't know that we are going on a cruise named Radiance, but I was so happy. All these things, you know, just ministers into my heart. Ministers into my heart. I said, oh God, thank you, Lord. I'm I'm in your radiance right here. So anyways, so when we were there, uh, we're looking for people, we're looking for, you know, because we're supposed to be with friends, they didn't show up, and something happened, but that's okay. So it was just really for, for us both, and so when we were there, my wife helped someone, she, because she overheard someone said, how do you say thank you in Hebrew? Oh, it's Jewish, she, she even said, uh, Jewish is supposed to be in Hebrew, and then the lady didn't answer, so she realized they don't speak English. So she approached them, the couple, and they said, hey, you know, things like this, things like that, you know. And then um, they got acquainted right away, and then she said, I'm going to accompany them to their room. And so I, uh, I said, I'm just going to meet you in our room. So after that, 
So they, they met. And then throughout the, uh, the cruise, she was looking for them, didn't see them. Because she wanted to, uh, you know, extend the, uh, you know, the hospitality of, you know, she understands how to be in an area or in a location that doesn't speak your language. It's hard. So she realized that they're not going to be in the dining area, in the formal dining area. They're just going to be in the buffet, you know, getting what they want. So we, every day, every night, we go roam around looking for them. We didn't see them. It's a big sheep. So, um... So when we, when, uh, when we got into the, uh, the night before, uh, we were in the auction for arts and paintings. No, you know, we just want to sit down and have another you know, event in our lives. So when we were there watching, they just passed by in front of us. And then Marianne said, huh? <laughs> and then she goes, of course, the, no, the reaction, right? The, so we got so excited with each other, and then also we talked to the couple. We got out of the auction place, and don't, so we ate together. You know how we communicate? Google Translate. Yeah. Uh, I've been looking for you since day one. <laughs> and then she goes, yeah, me too. <laughs> So it was good. So it was like that. You know? It was a long communication, back and forth, but nevertheless, uh, it was so good. During that time, we had an opportunity to share to, uh, the, to the waiters, and uh, they, we even realized that they have Bible studies happening at the, you know, at the lower deck. So praise the Lord. And um, <laughs> my wife said, you want to invite my, my husband? He's going to minister Jesus. I said, they, do, do, they don't do that anymore because of the pandemic. Said, no, no, you can invite my husband, you know. <laughs> so she's on fire. Amen. Amen. So this is what happened. We gave them a ride. Uh, we didn't realize where they live until uh, that day that they live in Beverly Hills. And they're, uh, actually, today is the wedding day of their niece. So... Um, so we gave them a ride all the way to Beverly Hills, and we met the family. We met the family. You know what's so good about this? They're so nice. And Marianne said, what's your name? She um, asked the uh, sister, younger sister, uh, my name is Edna. And then what's your last name? Because they're exchanging phones. She spelled E-L-I-S. H A and I was, I said El Shaddai. <laughs> In my eyes, El Shaddai. No, no, it stopped. Uh, Elisha, Elisha. So that's my last name, Elisha. I cried, I cried, and they were surprised that I cried. My husband is crying. <laughs> I said I, and then I explained it to them. Throughout the whole sheep, and even before that, this preaching is about Elijah, Elijah, Moses, Joshua. I was just listening to the voice of the Lord, of God. So I cried. I said, Lord, I, I wanted to hear from you. I wanted to know, you know, what, where, which direction you want us to go for this preaching. So I just cried. And they asked me, uh, do you know about Elisha? And then so I explained. They were surprised that I know their, you know, their stories. We know their stories. And they love it. 
That's why when we go to uh, Israel in November, we are invited in their house. Oh, Praise yeah. the Lord. And this couple, they're actually a, um, a supplier of uh, fresh foods to groceries. We saw the pictures and, you know, a lovely couple. So I just want to say that the Lord has been speaking throughout. And uh, the message today is not of eloquence. And um, it's not of a persuasive word as uh, what um, um, Paul said. But, you know, through the Spirit of God, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that it will touch your heart as it did in my heart. Amen. No eyes have seen. Here you go. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, however, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. Hallelujah. I was given the, uh, um, the, uh, um, this assignment for today, not assignment, but the uh, privilege to uh, speak today. And I've been asking God, Lord, what is the message and I just felt in my heart, I said, what no eyes have seen, what no ear has heard, what no mind can conceive the things God has prepared for those, for those who love him. Do you love the Lord? Yeah. Do you really, really love the Lord? Yeah. Then if we do really love the Lord, we flow in his direction, we obey and trust him. Amen. I'm afraid to cross. We're going to talk about two points. Towards breakthrough zone, towards eternity zone. So I only have two points here. So um, by, the, by the second point, I'm going to ask the uh, uh, worship team to come up already. Towards breakthrough zone, desert crossing. You know the story of this. Uh, this is about Moses and the whole Israelites coming out from Egypt. Coming out from Egypt. I remember the guy, um, uh, the, the, the couple that we met, the guy said, I realized later on, because Edna was telling us, the, the, the one who speaks English, in, uh, you know, the one that lives in Beverly Hills, you know, she was looking for, oh, the, the, the brother-in-law was looking for someone uh, who can they you know, speak with in Hebrew, but there's no Jew in the whole uh, cruise except for this couple. And finally, he saw an Egyptian woman playing in the casino. <laughs> you know, most of the, most, of the, uh, most of the Jewish, they also speak Arabic. You know, they, you know. so they, they understand the language. So out of desperation to speak to someone, she, uh, he spoke with the lady in the, uh, in the casino because the lady couldn't put the, you know, <laughs> wanted to. <laughs> so... They spoke and you know, whatever they spoke about and then helped and then they spoke and then so that's it. And then uh, we Gentiles came along. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so Exodus coming from Egypt, going to the promised land. But even then, my brothers and sisters, coming out from Egypt is already a breakthrough crossing the desert. It may not be a bed of roses with uh, what rosé and uh, uh, champagne and uh, what have you buffet. It's not. It's out of the comfort zone. But nevertheless, the Lord gave them the breakthrough. 
coming out from the bondage, from the slavery, from the past life, from, the, uh, from that boss, is already a breakthrough. Sometimes we don't feel that in life. You feel like, I'm so dry, I don't have the breakthrough, I'm not doing anything, I've been waiting, Lord, where are you? But you know what? You just have to open your eyes and ask God, let me see the way you see things. That even in the desert, he can put oasis. Oasis are paradise in the middle of the desert that even a barren place can become fruit, fruitful. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. That I realize that an oasis can be man-made as well. But it is always to have that oasis when, you know, it is a natural oasis coming from the Lord. You go to uh, Palm Springs, you see oasis over there, man-made, beautiful oasis. Oasis are, there are living streams or living waters right there just flowing here, there, and then dates, what have you. You can uh, uh, relax, enjoy in the middle of the desert. But we know the story of this desert crossing because people are whiners. They don't see the way God sees it. God even sent pillars of cloud, pillars of fire for their own good so that they can feel the want of God in the evening and so that they don't feel the heat in the daytime. Amen. Isaiah 43, 18-20 says here, Forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and the owls, because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen. That even... If you feel like you're in the desert right now, the Lord can provide for you and be grateful to this God. Amen? Red Sea crossing. From Egypt to desert, now to the Red Sea. Sometimes it feels like, where am I going from here? Because I don't know where to go, I'm stuck in this very edge. If I go to the left, that's not the way. To the right is not the way. Especially going back is not the way because I don't want to be killed. But I don't see a way in this Red Sea. But God paved that way. You know the story. Exodus 14, 21, 22 says, Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And all that night... The Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. Hallelujah. The waters were divided, and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on the right and on the left. What are you afraid of, brothers, sisters? The Lord has brought you out of Egypt. The Lord has brought you out of COVID. The Lord has brought you out of miseries. The Lord is bringing you to your breakthrough. Why are you afraid to cross? Amen, um, because I see this wall of water. 
And if I go through it, it might collapse on me. I don't know how to swim. We have worries. We have worries in life, and that is also true. But if we trust God, the impossible happened already. Just go. Just flow. Just follow. Amen? Amen. And then there's this Jordan River crossing. Really? I never knew that. never heard that before. Oh, yeah. If there was a Red Sea, even in the Jordan River. You heard this because a pastor been through this with the past teachings that we had. Joshua 3, 14, 17. This is uh, with Joshua. So when the, the people broke camp to cross the Jordan, the priest carrying the Ark of the Covenant went ahead of them. Now the Jordan is at flood stage all during harvest. It's at the peak. Yet as soon as the priest who carried the ark, reached the Jordan, and their feet touched the water's edge, the water from the upstream stopped flowing from that direction or whatever, one direction, not two. It piled up in a heap a great distance away at a town called Adam in the vicinity of Zaretan. And while the water flowing down to the Sea of the Araba, that is, the Dead Sea was completely cut off. So the people crossed over opposite Jericho. The priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stopped in the middle of the Jordan and stood on dry ground while all Israel passed by until the whole nation had completed the crossing on dry ground. Praise Christian Fellowship. Where are we? Where are we? Where are you? Where's your family now? Where are we in the hands of the Lord? I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, whoever you are, it's time to come back home. It's time to go back home. Go to the house of the church or the house of the Lord. This church is the house of God. You have been contemplating. You have been waiting. You have been holding yourself. Just follow. It's time to cross. It's time to move. It is now the calling and the command of the Lord for this church. Let's go. I believe with all my heart. Not just for this church corporately, but whoever you are. You've been waiting for the answer from God. Move forward. Cross. Second Kings 2, 8-9 says, Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up, and struck the water with it. The water divided to the right and to the left, and the two of them crossed on dry ground. This is Elijah and Elisha. When they had crossed, Elijah and Elisha said to Elisha, tell me, what can I do for you before I'm taken from you? Elijah is the uh, mentor of Elisha. Elisha is the apprentice. Moses was the mentor of everyone. And Joshua is the apprentice. The baton was passed by Moses to, El, uh, to uh, Joshua. Now this time, Elijah is about to go to the direction of the Lord. We know and we know that this was a picture of rapture for Elijah. And then he asked Elisha, Elisha, what do you want me to give you? Or... Is there anything I can do for you before the Lord take me away? 
This is the answer. Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit, Elisha replied. Or in some, in some translation, I need a double portion of your anointing. Is this a very greedy uh, uh, prayer? No, it's not. Because you're not taking it away from him, but you're receiving also a portion what was, you know, the same exact blessing and anointing. So if, if I ask, Lord God, give me a double portion of Pastor Court's anointing. I'm not taking it from him. I'm receiving it not for anything else, so that I will be used by God all the more. Amen? And it is okay for all of us. Lord, give me that double portion of anointing of that man, of that woman. Or I ask that for my daughter, for my son. It is okay. It is perfectly okay. So that was it. 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 14, he took the cloak that had fallen from Elijah and struck the water with it. Excuse me. Where now, where now is the Lord, God of Elijah, he asked. When he struck the water, it divided to the right and to the left, and he crossed over. So when Elijah was taken by God, and then this cloak just fell on him, and then he used the same cloak, and then struck the water. Where is now? This question is not to question whether God is hiding or not. But this question is to confirm the calling. Where is now the Lord? Bam! There you go. It divided the water. And the group of prophets saw this, and they realized that Elijah's spirit, or the anointing, has come upon this man. Amen? Hallelujah. That's in River Jordan. See the tandem between Moses and Joshua, Elijah and Elisha, the PCF family with God. We are in tandem with God. Amen. Amen. Now we're going to the uh, eternity zone, brothers and sisters, the crossroad. The crossroad. Joshua 24, 15 has been my favorite for this season. Um, not just because of their couples, but I've been, uh, for some reason, the Lord just impressed in my heart to share this to as many families that I can share this, even our own families. Uh, even before we went to the cruise, uh, we were in Big Bear because uh, it's time for us to just put together a uh, reunion for the Pagsibigan side. And so uh, my mother-in-law, she's here, and she was so happy to see that their generation has grown it's so good to see all these kids that, you know, I can't remember their names. There's just so many of them already. So, but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods of your ancestors serve beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. At some point, you will have to decide, do I go back? to my old life? Do I go back to my old ways? Do I go back to Egypt? Do I go back from that past life? No. You're in the crossroad. Just move, follow, cross. Hallelujah. The double crosser. In this life, you will be confused because of this double crosser. It's none other than, but... John 8, 44, you belong to your father, the devil. 
and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. This enemy will confuse you, even turn you against your own family, your own loved ones, your own church family, your very own, maybe even yourself. Do not be confused. Listen to God's voice. That double-crosser does not deserve to be in your life. Amen? John 10.10, 10. the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full, says the Lord. Amen? There is absolutely nothing whatsoever beautiful with this double-crosser. Do not listen to the lies. What he offers seems so desirable, seems so pleasing, but nothing compares to the offer of God. The cross point. That's the cross point. What is the cross point? The cross point is the very tip, the very edge, that needle on top. You can't go anywhere. That's the only thing. That point right there. Amen? Let's talk about this. Romans 3, 23. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All of us have sinned against the Lord. Amen? And for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Brothers and sisters, there's no other way in the, in the direction to the eternity but to reach to that point, the only point where you will have to make a decision to receive Jesus Christ or not to receive Jesus Christ. Romans 5, 6, 8, you see... At just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. Though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for our iniquities, for our sins, or for all of us. I tell you, in some translations, it says there, while we were yet enemies. So if we are still living in sin, away from God's direction, away from God's uh, flow in you, we are enemies of the Lord. While we are waiting for the worship team to come up, Acts chapter 4, verse 12 Salvation is found in no one else. My brothers and sisters, if you are with, with me right now, let's read this together. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Hallelujah, his name is Jesus. Yet to all who did receive him, let's all read this. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. The cross point, the pinnacle of God's love is demonstrated in this way. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but will have an eternal life. Brothers and sisters, there is no other way 
to cross from here to heaven. There is no other way. You have to go through Jesus Christ. Shall we all rise? And let me tell you this for additional thought on Moses and Elijah. The cross path. Hallelujah. I love this. The, even at the last moment I was doing this preaching, this was the last point God impressed. You remember Mark chapter 9, the transfiguration. I said, Lord, what do you want me to hear, to, to understand from this one? The cross path. Nagkuros ang landas. Usually the cross path is by accident. People just, oh, oh, you're here too. Yes, I'm here. Oh, I don't know you're here. Oh, now we see each other. Who crossed path here? In the transfiguration, if you remember the story, Mark chapter 9, I'll just leave that to you. This is the New Testament. Back in the Old Testament, Moses, when he died, the Lord buried him. Elijah was taken by God up into the clouds. This is New Testament. Peter, James, and John witnessed Jesus Christ talking to Moses and Elijah in the New Testament. Mga patay na po sila matagal. Or, well, excuse me, Elijah was taken by the Lord alive. Moses, according to the scripture, died in the mountain. But they were brought back by, by God and spoke with Jesus Christ. And the transfiguration happened. And they were the eyewitnesses to this. And they were asked, don't say anything until such time. What is the meaning of this? The Lord wants us to to validate that Jesus Christ is who he is, whoever he said he is. Moses, Moses was known for the law. Jesus is the fulfillment of the law. All about that law was about Jesus Christ. Elijah, all about that prophecy, he said, was about Jesus Christ. It validated that this Messiah is none other than but Jesus Christ. And these three disciples, I don't know their qualifications, but the, among the 12, these three saw it. Brothers and sisters, you have felt Jesus Christ in your heart. You have given yourself to Jesus Christ. And if you have not, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you receive God because there's no other way to go to heaven except through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We're going to sing this song. We're going to have a ministry time, and then we'll pray. If you could just uh, uh, um, follow along with this uh, praise and this worship that we have. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, minister into the hearts of your people right now. Lord, open the windows of heaven. Bring fire into the hearts of your people. Validate yourself into the hearts of everyone, oh God. Minister to us right now through the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.